Hi, it's Ben Modell, host of the Silent Film Music Podcast. I've been doing the podcast for several years, and, well, a few years ago, the first eight episodes of the podcast disappeared. It just slid off the edge of the earth. I still have the audio files, it's just that episodes one through eight were suddenly unavailable to listeners and no longer appeared in the show's feed or anywhere online. I haven't any idea why or how this happened. And at the time, I thought, well, I'll get to it later. (laughs) Well, here I am. Uh, Some listeners of the Silent Film Music Podcast have chimed in and let me know they're interested in hearing these earlier episodes, and I really appreciate that. So, instead of going bananas, troubleshooting what happened, and trying to fix it, I'm reposting each of these first eight earlier episodes. So, keep in mind, as you listen to them, that they were recorded several years ago, and now... Here is episode 8 of the Silent Film Music Podcast with Ben Modell, originally posted at the end of February 2015. You'll hear me talk about the Parallel Exit physical comedy theater show Everybody Gets Cake, the first release of a Marcel Perez DVD. You'll hear me talk about accompanying the restoration of A Trip to the Moon, while also narrating it uh, from the Silent Film Days Festival in Tromsø, Norway in September of 2014. I also talk about working with funeral organists in Oslo and accompanying King of Kings in Oslo, Norway at the Holman Church. Here now is Episodes 8 of the Silent Film Music Podcast from the end of February 2015. Hi, and welcome to the Silent Film Music Podcast. This is Ben Modell, silent film accompanist and historian, welcoming you back, thanking you for finding the podcast and for downloading this, and thanks for hanging in there. This podcast is episode 8 for being posted February 4th, 2015. I'm recording it on February 1st. This podcast is being produced in association with the Silent Film Sound and Music Archive, or SIFSMA. It's a little easier to remember. And that's actually also the web address, sfsma.org. And Kendra Leonard, who runs SIFSMA, is my partner in crime on this podcast without whom you just, well, you wouldn't be listening to anything. Um, I can get I get the stuff recorded. I just needed some help, and I'm really uh, thankful to Kendra to helping me out with this. SIFSMA is an online resource. Just today at a show I did, somebody asked me about where you could find or download silent film music that was published in the teens and 20s, and I said, well, I happen to know exactly where you can go for that. Silent Film Sound and Music Archive, sifsma.org, is an online resource to find and download mood music cues, cue sheets, scores, and instructional manuals on film accompaniment that were published in the silent film era. 
There's a lot of this music that survives. Uh, a good deal of it, or most of it, is uh, only available in special collections at libraries around the U.S., and there's a few around the globe. And there are a number of collectors who have large collections of this stuff. But this is a convenient way to get access to it. This, again, is episode 8, and so we... We start off, as always, with what have I been up to? Well, January, I found myself, instead of accompanying silent movies, I was an accompanist for a live show. I actually composed music and then performed the music for a show called Everybody Gets Cake. And this show was written and conceived and performed by a physical comedy theater troupe based here in New York City, by the name of Parallel Exit. And I had worked with Parallel Exit on a children's show several years ago, but I've known the guys who were involved with it for many years. The director, Mark Lonergan, performer, writers, Joel Jeske, Ryan Kasperzak, Danny Gardner, and Brent Macbeth. And this show runs about an hour. It is fast-paced, zany, and it's like nothing you've ever seen uh yeah that I don't know how else to describe the show it's got a uh it's a nonlinear uh structure uh, but there are there are things that loop back there are callbacks there it all holds together beautifully and it just it just uh grabs you by the funny bone and shakes you and makes you laugh and uh it's a it's been a lot of fun working with these guys usually when I show up to work, Everything's finished and the comedians have been dead 60 years. In this case, I got to work with some great physical comedians and clowns and during the, re the rehearsal process. And the music actually, in some cases, continued to develop during the, the, the performances. I've never done theater, uh, per se. I never performed in theater. I was in, a, I was in a sketch group and improv groups in the late 80s and early 90s. But I haven't done theater, where you have an eight-show week and you do the same show over and over and over. And you have to play the same music over and over because everything in front of you is exactly the same. It has to be exactly the same. And it was a, it was a real eye-opener for me, and uh, I have newfound respect for people who work in the theater. And I have a deeper understanding of what it is to put on and be in a show day after day, eight shows a week. And especially a, a tight, tight show like this one that's just breakneck paced and, um, you know, uh, I had, you know, I had need, I was, the, the music cues are all, there's like more than 40 music cues in this 60 minute show and some of them are two bars long and some of them are, you know, 48 bars long. Uh, and I just had to write notes to myself and remind myself what's next, what's next, what's next, what do I got to be ready for? Uh, the keyboard we used was a, a Yamaha CP33, and I used the piano sounds, two different electric pianos, organ, and strings at different times, depending on the kind of music that was called. And in the script, you know, they they wanted me to work on, on this, uh, and they approached me a few months ago, and I was thrilled because the whole period of rehearsal and production uh, was in January, which is typically a dead month for me, so... Uh, way better than having my head in the oven and staring at the calendar and wondering if I'll ever get a job again. Which always invariably happens, but November is one of those tough months. November and May. And 
I'm sorry, January and May. And uh, I didn't have a DVD uh, in production in January. So this was great. And it was a real thrill getting, and an honor to work with, with these guys and be part of this wonderful show. It's still running, if you're listening to this before February 8th. Um, I've been in the show, not just performing the music, but I'm in a few scenes. And I'm performing in it through February... Th- I'm trying really hard to pronounce that month. February 3rd. And from the 4th through the 8th, um, because I'll be out of town, I'll be in Boise, Idaho, and uh, McLean, Virginia. Uh, the amazing Wayne Barker has taken over for me. The music is still mine, but you'll you'll have somebody else at the keyboard. Um, definitely see the show. And uh, for a discount code for tickets, use P-E-F-A-N. For our first music uh, clip on the show today, here's something from Everybody Gets Cake. Uh, I recorded it just for the podcast. I have the same keyboard at home, so it'll sound exactly like it did in the theater. Here's something, uh, you know, one of the fun things is for the on this show is that I got to play a lot of musical styles I don't usually get to play in. Uh, 50s horror films, uh, 1960s production music, um, a little uh, piece that's sort of like uh, a Percy Granger piece, um, a, a, a sort of cocktail party samba, which is what you're going to hear now. Here's something that I, for reasons that you'll only explain, understand if you've seen the show i'm calling this piece a shakespearean smoke break Thank you. 
That was a Shakespearean smoke break from the physical comedy theater show Everybody Gets Cake running at 59E59 Theaters through February 8, 2015 here in New York City. The other big thing I was up to this month of January, I'm recording this in February 1st, so I'm giving you a recap of January, was to get get the Marcel Perez collection DVD ready for release, and that's going to be released on February 3rd. So if you're listening to this, go to Amazon and order it. Uh, And the book, Marcel Perez, The International Mirth Maker, written by Steve Massa. The DVD and book were produced by me and funded by a Kickstarter I did last fall. This is the second of my DVDs in my deal uh, uh, to co-brand DVDs with the Library of Congress. Uh, But it's a collaborative effort. Uh, Sometimes it's me coming up with something where I feel, oh, well, you guys have this. This should really be available. And sometimes they'll suggest, oh, you know what we have in the collection, etc., And one of the wonderful things about working with the Library of Congress on this is that um, while half of the films on the Marcel Perez collection are from the Library of Congress, the other half of the disc is films from the iFilm iFilm Museum in the Netherlands. And um, uh, accessing this and and getting the the scans of the, the films... Uh, was facilitated by the Library of Congress. So it's it's been a real blast uh, working with them. For me, there'll be more DVD projects in 2015. And uh, Marcel Perez is somebody who's a, who was a silent film comedian and director who worked really the entire length of the silent film era. He started in pictures in France in 1900, moved uh, to Italy and made films there where he starred and directed from 1911 to 15, came to the U.S. in 1915, and continued continued starring and directing in shorts into the early to mid-20s when an illness uh, necessitated him not uh, uh, to be able to continue on screen, and he continued directing through the rest of the silent era. Out of the few hundred films he made, only a handful survive, uh, especially in terms of his U.S. films, and it really largely to the efforts of Steve Massa, my friend, uh, who has sort of been obsessed with his uh, his work. He's tracked down a number of these films, and there's a couple at uh, the Museum of Modern Art that we've shown at shows there. There's one that's been restored that's at the Eastman House, but there were enough uh, films uh, starring Marcel Perez at the Library of Congress to start... Uh, to fill up a, a little bit more than half of a disc, and we filled it out with some of Marcel's Italian films, sourced from gorgeous scans off of 35mm prints at the I Film Museum. The scores are by me. Uh, the films all look great, and I think you'll be really pleased with how funny and inventive uh, the films and the direction is on all of these films. Steve has written a book. It's 104 pages, including lots and lots of photos from uh, production stills and lobby cards. Uh, so, because most of the, the the surviving images, ironically, are from lost films, and hopefully, this will help people who may have these films go. Oh, that looks just like a, a scene in a film that we have in the collection here. That's who that is, and that's what this film is. So, do check those two items out. 
the two other music clips we're going to have on the podcast today, I, I just started sifting through uh, performance recordings, and I realized I had a couple of interesting things to share from a trip I made to Norway in 2012. I go there every year to play for a festival called Silent Film Days or Stumfilmdager. It's held in Tromsø, which is above the Arctic Circle, and the shows are all held in the Vardensteatret, which is the, uh, in Norwegian, that means World Theater. And it's a 1916 movie house, built in 15, opened in 16, and it's the oldest functioning cinema in Norway. And even though they have a wonderful 4K video projector and the capacity to show DCP, they still have uh, excellent 16mm and 35mm projection, variable speed, silent full app, and all that stuff. And so uh, 2015 will be the f- 10th anniversary of this festival, and I have played there every single year. Um, in 2012, the opening night film was A Trip to the Moon, the new restoration. And they asked me to accompany it. And I had uh, just seen Serge Bromberg present the new restoration as well as his documentary on restoring the film uh, at MoMA. And at this presentation, Serge um, played the piano to accompany it and had somebody else read the original narration script for the film that he found. And in addition to the film being so much visually clearer and with the tinting and everything, the hand coloring put back in, the narration script added and cleared up so many things about what is actually going on. There are a number of shots that go on for a couple of minutes. You have no idea what you're watching. And so when I was uh, got this opportunity, I contacted Serge and got the narration script. And instead of um, getting getting somebody else to help me with it, I... Um, I thought, oh, sure, I'll just do the narration and play the piano at the same time, which was quite a challenge. I'm not one of those people who can talk and play the piano at the same time. Um, and it, it took a lot, a lot of rehearsal and uh, coming up with an idea for the, what voice I wanted to use. And I tried to emulate some sort of an, a Victorian-era sort of uh, stentorian, if that's the right word, tone to my voice. Um, so... Here is a live performance recording from the opening night of Silent Film Days in Tromsø, Norway, September 2012. Here's a few minutes from Georges Méliès' A Trip to the Moon. One by one, while the snowstorm is still raging. The astronomers arrive at the interior of a most curious grotto. One filled with enormous mushrooms of every kind. One of the scientists opens his umbrella to compare its size with a mushroom. But the umbrella suddenly takes root and transforms itself into a mushroom, growing gradually until it reaches gigantic proportions. strange beings making odd contortions coming out from underneath the mushrooms. These are selenites, or inhabitants of the moon. One of the fantastical beings attacks an astronomer who defends himself and with the stroke of his umbrella bursts into a thousand pieces. A second one suffers the same fate. 
Some of the live performance of yours truly on piano and vocal from the Stumfilm Dagger or Silent Film Days Festival in Tromsø, Norway in September 2012, accompanying the newly restored Trip to the Moon by Georges Méliès. We actually did a, 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 a school group presentation of the, of, the, of the film as well. And the film was also accompanied by a group called Cleaning Women, a disco punk group from Finland uh, who have played at the festival a few times. And um, I know that sort of music isn't everybody's cup of tea when it comes to film accompaniment. And, you know, one of the things that I've learned from going to this particular festival, because they, they have a lot of accompaniments like that, local rock groups and stuff like that. And I've learned to appreciate that style of accompaniment and, and, and uh, you know, I let go of, oh, it's not, it doesn't sound like it was made in 1920. And, uh, you know, so, some of these groups really do, like Cleaning Women, do a one, or really do a good job of scoring the film. They change mood. When the mood changes, they match the mood with their music. And I, you know, uh, as far as a contemporary score is concerned, I thought that their score for Trip to the Moon was much better uh, than the one that was done by the rock group Air, which is what's on the DVD. The other thing that I did that year in Tromsø, actually it was before I got to Tromsø, I uh, uh, did a, a a show in Oslo. Um, there was a, a church in Asker, if I'm pronouncing it correctly, in, in an area of Oslo, the Holman Church, uh, the, their organist, Marilyn Bratzkar, found me. Uh, they had just refurbished or put in a new organ in the church, and they were having events every single month to commemorate it. And so it lined up for me to come in, and uh, en route to Troms, I came in and I played for King of Kings. And I'm going to play a little bit from that uh, in a moment. The other thing that I did uh, was... A, a workshop with some local organists um, because it, apparently uh, the local organists uh, in, in Oslo when there's a funeral um, the music is, is chosen by the family 
And invariably, the music that gets chosen are like these American pop rock anthem ballads. Um, songs like Candle in the Wind, uh, Wind Beneath My Wings, Bridge Over Troubled Water, My Way. And the, the, the organists in the area can play hymns and Bach and all that kind of stuff. And they wanted help. Uh, getting their hands and minds around playing this sort of music. And so we had this workshop where I worked with them uh, just just loosening up a little bit and trying to uh, find a way to breathe with the phrases and not play it you know exactly in time like a metronome and just loosen up a little bit. And it was it was a, a, it was a, it was a lot of fun, and I think we all got something out of it. I know I certainly did. Um, but it was a wonderful, wonderful opportunity. I really appreciate uh, Marilyn reaching out to me and bringing me in uh, for this. Um, so here now is a couple minutes of my score from King of Kings, performed at the Holman Church in Oslo, Norway. in performance on a pipe organ in a church 
in Oslo, Norway, the Holman Church, accompanying Cecil B. DeMille's King of Kings. It was a wonderful opportunity to get to play uh, the organ there. And uh, what was interesting is the, the organ loft is directly opposite where the altar is. And while I had uh, figured, well, I'm not going to be able to see the screen. And we had set up uh, a video monitoring system so that I could see it with a camera and a television monitor and wires and everything. Uh, I, you know, we, I, got, I got into the church, the screen was set up, and I sat down at the organ. And I looked up, and there was a large mirror right over the console pointing exactly at the screen. So that worked out great. It's like probably the first time I've played in a church where the mirroring system was perfect for film accompaniment. Um, so it was it was great. And uh, uh, King of Kings is a film I've played a, a few times. Doesn't happen too often. Uh, I played it a couple times at uh, the Church of Saint Paul uh, near Lincoln Center. Uh, Bruce Lawton and I have done a used to do a, a silent film series there. We do a film once or twice a year. Um, that's probably the first place I ever uh, accompanied the film. Um, so next is what's coming up. There's a lot of, well, there's a lot of stuff coming up. Uh, if you've just downloaded this, I'm probably, uh, literally, if it's, it's the day this is posted on, on February 4th, I'm on an Amtrak heading to McLean, Virginia uh, to do a show of The Tollgate with William S. Hart. It's the fourth year that I've done a silent film series. Bruce Lawton and I uh, are doing a film series at the Alden Theater in McLean. Uh, one of the rare times uh, Performing Arts Center has said, gee, you know, we'd like to do a silent film series and we'll do it uh, for a season and we'll do it for a few years and build up an audience. Uh, the only other time that's happened is the series I'm doing at the Schimmel Center at Pace University here in New York City. Um, it's 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 a rare and wonderful thing when an artistic director or the executive director of a performing art, art a performing arts center comes up with that idea on their own. Uh, and then I'm in Boise, Idaho, for on February fifth and sixth. The performance is on the sixth, although I'm doing a master class on the fifth. Uh, but this is. This is the tenth or eleventh year I've I've done something with the Boise Philharmonic. The first several years, uh, I was doing things where the local, where the orchestra's youth ensemble uh, was performing more orchestral scores of mine. And about four or five years ago, they switched over to the regular orchestra's um, chamber ensemble. And these events are held in the Egyptian Theater in Boise, which is a 1927 movie palace that's been restored. It has its original installation, Robert Morton Theater Organ. And so the program is basically the orchestra will accompany uh, cops and the adventurer using my scores, and then I will accompany two films on the theater organ. And this year I'm accompanying uh, Sweet Daddy, starring Marcel Perez, and His Wooden Wedding with Charlie Chase. Uh, the Silent Clowns film series starts its 2015 programming in February, on February 14th, with a uh, program of Hal Roach comedies. We're actually doing a, a whole season of Hal Roach uh, comedies that Bruce Lawton 
uh, has put together with uh, Steve Massa. So go to silentclowns.com to find out more of the details about that. Uh, and the Cinema Arts Center on Long Island, I'll be uh, accompanying and presenting Within Our Gates in a 35mm print from the Library of Congress. And I'll be at Wesleyan University at the end of the month on the 28th, the 28th, the last Saturday in February, um, playing for Seven Chances. I'd like to thank you for listening, for tuning in. If you haven't posted a review for the podcast on iTunes, please do. There are three reviews right now, and they're all from 2012. Uh, anything you can do to help get the word out, really, really appreciate it. Uh, thank you, Kendra Leonard and SIFSMA, or the Silent Film Sound and Music Archive. My website is silentfilmmusic.com. I'm on Twitter at, at Silent Film Music. I'm on Facebook. Do send me uh, a note, a tweet, whatever. Let me know you've listened to this, you liked it, anything you'd like to hear, any comments, it's always welcome. I'm happy to share uh, an inside scoop of what it's like to be a film accompanist, as well as recordings, with you. Um, the next podcast will post in two weeks. Again, thanks so much for listening to the Silent Film Music Podcast. This is Ben Modell reminding you that all the music you've heard on this podcast is copyright 2015 by Ben Modell, all rights reserved. Please do not reuse or repurpose any of the music without getting permission from me first. You can go to my YouTube channel to see more than 50 different silent films or clips from silent films with my music on it at youtube.com slash silentfilmmusic. Again, thanks for listening to the Silent Film Music Podcast. This is Ben Modell saying, I'll see you at the silence. You've been listening to a reposting of Episode 8 of the Silent Film Music Podcast with Ben Modell, which was originally posted February 24th of 2015. Thanks.